wellness expert David Ann here to teach you a little bit about how to improve your health here at Culver. Um, making sure that you're in tip-top shape is pretty important. However, it's sometimes hard to learn about wellness. That's why I'm going to teach you all you need to know about it. The section of the wellness unit in my living, learning, leading class, aka LLL, that had the greatest impact on me was physical activity. It was really interesting to learn just how large an effect exercise can have in your life. For example, according to brain rules, it can improve your long-term memory, reasoning, attention, and problem-solving skills. It can also elevate your fluid intelligence, which is your ability to reason quickly, think creatively, and improvise. Additionally, aerobic exercise, which is just exercise that gets your heart beating a little faster and your lungs breathing a little harder, can literally have your risk of getting general dementia and reduce your risk of getting Alzheimer's by 60%. Remember, this is just from half an hour of exercise two to three times per week. If you want to be even healthier, you can do a short walk every day and reduce your risk of having a stroke by 57%. And I know that these are just numbers, but I can personally attest to the uplifting effects of exercise. Before coming to Culver, I was pretty sedentary during the summer. I sat around a lot and didn't really move much. And so I would always groggily wake up with a foggy mind and unproductively waste each day. However, after being back in the sport and exercising for two hours each weekday, I can see my, that my life feels a lot less crummy. My memory is a lot better, my mind is a lot sharper, I wake up every day with purpose and direction, and even with so many obligations and activities every day, I feel confident that I can get everything done. In addition, physical activity has obviously improved my physical wellness by a lot, but I feel like it has also improved my mental and, at least a little bit, my emotional wellness. It's made me more fit, more energetic, and my mind a lot sharper. In any case, there are other things I learned at LLL that have also improved my well-being. For example, knowing that a few 30-minute sessions per week is enough to be beneficial to me makes it so that I don't have to pressure myself to do super intense exercise every day. Now move on to the next topic. The next topic that I'd like to share that wasn't deeply discussed in LLO is stress. I'm sure that you've already experienced stressful moments in your life, and unfortunately, you're going to experience a lot more over. The schedule is pretty busy, especially for CMA students. And if you are a CMA student, going to find that on top of the rigorous academic curriculum, you'll have the military system to worry about. If you're a CGA student, well, you'll have your own obligations. However, having stress and stressing about it can create its own problems. It can cause you to have body pains and aches, cramps, headaches, high blood pressure, and more. On the emotional mental side, it can make you angrier, sadder, more restless, have an increased chance of having anxiety and or depression, have problems concentrating and remembering, etc. But notice how I said that stressing about stress is bad, not the actual stress. That was intentional. According to health psychologist Kelly McGonigal, the negative effects of stress are caused by the belief that stress is bad, not the actual stress itself. For instance, there is a study conducted that tracked 30,000 Americans over 8 years. The participants were asked how much relative stress they experienced in the past year. Then they were asked whether or not they believed that stress was inherently bad for them. The researchers within track who had died. Not surprisingly, the people who had a lot of stress and believed it was bad had a 43% increased risk of dying. However, the people who had a lot of stress but believed it was helpful had the lowest risk of dying in the group, which, by the way, 
even included people who had relatively little stress. But if you do find yourself in an unbearable amount of stress, know that there are ways to cope with it. Social interaction can improve your stress response, believe it or not. Hugging someone, for example, releases a hormone called oxytocin that does two things. One, it encourages you to seek support. Oxytocin wants you to be showered with encouragement from those who care about you. It also helps heart cells to regenerate and heals any stress-induced damage. And that's all I have to say on stress. for you today. Just know that stress isn't bad for you and you can cope with it, as well as the important and incredibly beneficial effects of exercise. Remember, say yes to stress and get energized about exercise.